Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Euro Sports Show. It is your boy, Big Baby. The soul of R&B. I was waiting for it. <laughs> and along um, by my side, again, we have my boy, BK Matt. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? And the queen, Queen Tay. Yo, what's up? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, I'm you're not. not. You feel it in your soul, though. I think you should. I definitely do. But it's cool. It's cool. I'm not. You feel it for, in your soul for you. I'm saying it for you, not for me. You can do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. How's everybody doing this week? Good. Good. Uh, Maintaining. Yeah. I'm hanging. I'm hanging in there. I mean, I did have fun on Talk of Champions. Yeah, shout to Talk of Champions. That was a really <laughs> good show. It uh, was. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, shout to them too. They, uh, Miss Hearts and and Stan. They're they're real good. They're real good people. And I can't wait until this pandemic and stuff it, it, it slows down a little bit so we can finally get an in person. Oh, mm-hmm. Stan, 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 got to get on the show. Stan has yeah. to get on the show. <laughs> yeah. Stan will definitely Yeah. Stan will definitely be on the show. One of these days for sure. Um It's been a lot going on this week. <laughs> it's been a lot going on this week. Uh black well, last week when you uh, when you listened to the episode. But you know, one of the most important things that's going on right now, um, as you listen on Monday, is that New York City is slowly but surely in phase two reopening. This means I can get my hair cut. <laughs> I'm Please excited. Do. Please Shut do. your ass up. Jared Levert looking like Eddie Levert right now. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to take your sneakers away from you, like Mike. My man got that OJ appeal to him. <laughs> People all, all over right. the world. Word, right? Start a love train. Love train. Ah, uh, okay. Tavia was in that music video. That's why I know. Sure, I, I freaking produced it. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, for I sure, directed for it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But Amanda oh. loves it. That's all that matters. Yes. She loves, definitely. She loves you like a rock. She loves you like a rock. That's also yeah. OJ's reference. But go ahead. Fighting Temptations. I don't think they saw it. I hate y'all, man. Sometimes. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Yeah. Um, what is the first thing uh, um, y'all looking forward to when the to getting back to I don't for sure but outside of the haircut the parks are opening up um I've been like somewhat in old park well I I, I, I don't care park. I'm not a, I'm not a kid no I used to park to the basketball courts and because that, that that's usually my best way of cutting weight and without the basketball court I just feel so like dead inside well you feel prepared to feel dead for a little while longer because basketball is still prohibited in phase two. I know. I know. I'm looking forward to getting my hair done. So you can come on video? You come on video? Yeah. I need my <laughs> hair done and my eyebrows done. I haven't had my eyebrows done since Valentine's Day. So Damn. it's wow. time. She out here looking rough. No, I'm not. No, never that. I just. I know that. <laughs> I'm, never I, I, I don't imagine you having like you know the grandma braids or nothing walking around the house looking like you want your <laughs> cornbread or nothing. I don't I don't expect that. Well, I, mean, I do have the 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 plaques. 
the old school oh. flats in my hair. But other than that, like what the Moesha braids? Nah. Like the grandma braids, like the Cleo from Center Off braids. That's why they're oh, on my video. Man. Oh, oh. oh man. Now it's I cannot real. I cannot not see you looking like Cleo right now. <laughs> but you know, I resemble oh. Queen Latifah. So I know that's, that's why I said I cannot not see that right now. Yeah, I'm just Dre. We now know our visual for this episode. Tavia looking like Cleo and set it off. It, it has to go down. It has to go down. Oh, with, a blunt in her, with a blunt in her mouth and and, and, and she's sitting on twenty fours. That's what we need to see. I'm not gonna put a picture of Tavia with a blunt in her mouth. <laughs> no, 24. I refuse. To Thank do you that. very much. <laughs> there are definitely some reasons why we should not do that, and we will not do that. So, <laughs> but funny. we will have a visual something there. So, um, besides all that, let's jump into um, let's jump into the NFL. So, there's still stuff going on in the NFL, surprisingly. But let's uh, let's do a little throwback. So Dak Prescott in 2018, um, he spoke about somebody asked him about kneeling for the anthem, and he said, "I'd never protest during the anthem, and I don't think that's the time or the venue to do so. The game of football has always brought me so much peace, and I think it does for the same does the same for a lot of people." What is your take on what he said? I'll start with Tavia. Well, I think that it's another opinion gone wrong. You get what I'm saying? I felt like he's another one who misconstrued what the message was. I mean, I definitely get that the game of football brings peace and all that good stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, it felt a little short-sighted. And it felt as if he kind of bungled his words. Because being misinformed... And being a person of color is so, I feel, like, irresponsible. And I felt like the, the, that were, that is what his comments were. Um, I think it's almost as irresponsible as thinking that you deserve more of a contract than what they offered you as well. So, you yeah. know, it shows that sometimes his thinking isn't on rationale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what are your thoughts on what he said? I just wish certain people shut the fuck up about certain things. And, um, again, the kneeling for the national anthem is, again, it's subjective because a lot of people took it wrong. That's not why he did what he did. He did it for police brutality and, 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 and the shootings and the killings and the unnecessary murderers that was happening. It had nothing to do with the fucking anthem or even though the shit's racist. We're not gonna. We, we don't speak enough on how racist the fucking national anthem is, but he's not talking about the soldiers. He's not doing about none of that. So it's not a disrespect to the flag. I feel like I hate hearing that narrative. It's like it's similar to the all lives matter shit when you're talking about yeah. Black Lives Matter. It's stupid. Yeah. Stop bringing that up. And like, tone deaf. Yeah, like is it Dak Prescott of all people shouldn't be this damn tone deaf. But then again, Dak Prescott is not all the way there anyway. The stupid ass we man. We ain't even going to get into him in the damn contract. We ain't going to do that. Go ahead. But you know what I don't get, right? So when people say protesting is wrong, protesting the flag is wrong, right? Protesting the anthem is wrong. What is right? What is the right way of going at it? Because, you know, kneeling 
in solidarity with people who are not represented under the anthem. I don't see there's anything necessarily like, oh my God, blasphemous about it. I just think that people like to talk without having proper recourse. So if, if kneeling during that time isn't, you know, proper, what steps of appropriate action do you think, you know, people should take? And I feel that the fact that, you know, there's no kind of extra steps taken from him. He's just talking out his ass. Yeah, agreed. I just, but that goes back to your your earlier point. Um, like to be a black man in in the United States and be misinformed of, you know, and and, and unfortunately, like I'm not saying that you guys dumb, but uneducated on certain stuff. Or just plain ignorant on you know our his the history of the com- country, especially with black people, it's like that's definitely irresponsible. So you know everybody has a different take on it, but you know to say it's you know not the right time. Well, when is the right time? Like you said, when is the right time? Should if we do it outside peacefully? No, you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, Doing amongst ourselves? No, you shouldn't be doing that. When is the right time? Right. There's no wrong or right time. You protest whenever you feel deemed that that is worthy to protest. It's your it's your individual right. It's in the Constitution. It's your right to protest. You have a right to protest, however you see fit. Stop being a dickhead and acting like you don't know what the fuck is going on or don't know your rights. Like, shut the fuck up. If you don't know what, what you're talking about and you want to be ignorant about certain shit, just don't say nothing. Be ignorant in your own mind. You sound stupid. That's just what it yeah. is. You sound stupid. It, I mean, we already know that you're stupid because, never mind. Not that. and, then, and then, you know, what makes it more a little more inflammatory is knowing Jerry Jones' like, history and how he, you know, handles racial relations you get what I'm saying and that to me means that you know he's perfectly fine with shutting up and dribbling yeah shut up and throw the ball bro yeah shut, shut up, up and throw the ball so you know what no I'm not gonna right. say that I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna say shut up and throw the ball but no that's what that's knowledge what, of no it's, 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 uh, it feels as if he's okay with, with that right you know what that's what, yeah we will never tell any athlete in general to shut up and do anything. I think athletes should speak out about shit. But like we said, he seems be knowledgeable. Yeah, but he seems more comfortable shutting the fuck up and 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 playing for pennies and just throwing the ball around. So you want that big ass And then also, but, you know what's so crazy? It's like I'm not. A, I feel like every you know people get into this this thing that. Only if somebody is advocating for what we believe in should they ha- use their platform to speak. Mm-hmm. I would like for you to use your platform if you don't agree either. But you know what? Come uh, come more informed with it. By the time he made his comments, it was two years after, you know, Kaepernick first took that knee. And I felt like the context was already kind of put out there. It's like uh-huh. you, if somebody tells you, hey, two plus two is four – you don't get to turn around and say, no, it's five. Right. The math is already laid out in front of you. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what the problem, that's what I feel the problem is. Yeah, but again, we move forward with, um, speaking of Kaepernick, there are teams that are coming out the wood, woodwork saying that they're interested in signing Colin Kaepernick. Those oh, clues 
at the moment at the moment are the um the San Diego Chargers who uh not San Diego, they they're somewhere now. Vegas, right? No, no, LA Chargers. Los Angeles. Sorry, Angeles. LA Chargers, um, who are coached by a black man, Anthony Lynn. Um the Raiders and the Eagles. But that's not you know, that's not so much of the news because I'm, we we were all pretty sure that people were going to start be like, oh well, let me sign Kaepernick too, or let me at least give him a workout. We all knew that that was going to happen. The funniest thing is President Trump saying that after saying that they should he should fire some sons of bitches, the NFL should fire sons of bitches who protest the anthem, and Colin Kaepernick shouldn't have a job. He now says, I would love to see him get another shot. Obviously, he has to play well. If he can't play well, I think it would be very unfair. Matt, I'm going to start with you. Trump's comments. What 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 do you get out of that? Man, if he don't sit his orange as the new black, stupid douchebag looking fade that's not planted <laughs> in his head or grown from his fucking head, I buy my fucking suits from J.C. Penney just because it's representing black people. They don't sit his stupid ass down somewhere. Man, shut the fuck up. He was a son of a bitch the other, like, a few years ago. Now all of a sudden give peace a chance and give him a chance. Fuck up. Shut up. He can eat a dick. The fucking Raiders can eat a dick. The Chargers can eat a dick. The Eagles can eat a dick. Y'all are just trying to get good press. That's all this is about. Everybody see what the fuck is going on, and now they don't want to be labeled as racist or 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 or, or, or the oppressors. Y'all all were the oppressors. Trump's been the oppressor as long as we can remember. We just saw a whole movie with the Central Park Five where you were saying that they all deserve to be locked up because they did it without they knowing no the, facts. The death penalty. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Why are you talking? I, I, who, why? Like, and this, this is the motherfucker that they voted for. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Like, you're just a businessman. Keep that mindset. Keep that energy. Like, don't speak on prejudice or social injustice or, 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 or homicides or what the fuck is going on in the NFL. You are not, in, that's not your lane. Stay in your lane. You should know people don't fuck with you from when Niggas will win the championship and they don't want to go to the White House. But when Obama was in the White House, we was having barbecues every weekend. Cut that shit out, bro. We, niggas don't fuck with you. We don't fuck with you. Stop talking. Stop talking. Like, I don't give a fuck. Nothing that Trump about to say. Every time I, I see a Trump notice on my goddamn feed, I just shake my head and walk away. Because it's about to be some fuck shit. I know it's about to be some fuck shit. Yep, now you yep. will contradict yourself. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Tell me your thoughts. Well, I feel that if he would have had that stance in the beginning, it would have saved us a lot of heartache. I mm-hmm. felt that if he would have said, hey, you know, I think he should still play. Wait, four years ago when this was happening, I felt as if, you know, owners and like stuff that we've said in the past, I felt like his words breathe a lot of power whether you like him or you don't like him or you feel indifferent about him. When you're supposed to be the leader of the country, you know what I'm saying, your words breathe a lot of power, so you have to be really careful with it. You get what I'm saying? 
you know that some of his, a lot of his voter base is, you know, empowered through racism. You get what I'm saying? So to now, four years later, you know, when black people are trending to say, you know, trending like wear a new pair of shoes, you get what I'm saying? To say that now, it's almost kind of like, it's unnecessary. It's a contradiction. It said nothing at all. It's an election year. He's trying to get more, he's trying to get the black vote. Fuck well, you. That, well, that's, that's not, what it I is. mean, that's not really, that's not going to happen. I mean, when he ran the first time, he got 8% of the black vote, which was more than you would think. But I think that's less than any candidate in the past, like, 40, 50 years. You get what I'm saying? So I felt as if, I feel now that if a team does sign him, I think it's kind of, like, past the point. Even though they said he looked really good at that fake tryout last year. They said he looked better than ever. So I don't know, man. I don't know. If I were him, I wouldn't even want to come back after yeah, all that. Yeah. That's my thing is, and and to piggyback off Matt's statement, right now, any team that decides to sign him is going to be looking like, well, you're only signing him to do this. Right. Yeah, and, and and that's how all of the NFL teams are going to look. So it's like, for the on the side of the NFL team, it's like, damn, if I do, damn, if I don't, maybe I actually want to look at the nigga. But a lot of us not going to believe why like your reasonings for doing it because again there are plenty of backups that aren't on the level of Colin Kaepernick there are NFL players who are saying how good Colin Kaepernick was stats or no stats so the fact that it's been a full length of almost a full length of a president's term that you guys haven't signed him or even looked at him but one time is it's like come on like, Man, it, it, but being realistic, I'm, I'm, I'm. This might be a sound, but I'm being realistic. I'm past the point of even wanting to see Colin Kaepernick in, in the NFL. I don't even really want to see him play football no more. Why? Because I feel like he has a greater purpose. Like you know how like you're, you, you're, you're destined to do other mm-hmm. things sometimes. So the fact that this happened to him and as fucked up as it is, maybe it happened to him because he was destined to be one of the focal points of this movement and what's happening today. So, I mean, I'm I'm past wanting to see Kaepernick in the in NFL. Like, I'm over it. I, I just, I'd rather not. I'd rather him in the light that I see him now, which is taking a stand. And, and he's being, he's being today what our ancestors before us was, which is Rosa Parks saying, fuck no, I'm staying where the fuck I'm at. Or Harriet Tubman going against the grain and getting people free getting our people free or frederick Douglass writing books and doing what he was doing you know what i'm saying i i feel like this he is today what our ancestors were yesterday you know what i'm saying he's the focal point now he's our hero now because he took a stand when nobody else would not saying that he's the only one that kneeled he's not the only one that kneeled but he's the only one that put it in your face and he made it to where it is now, to where now you can't say nothing about the NFL and social injustice or black people in general or Black Lives Matter without mentioning Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So yeah. I'm good on that. I, I'd rather not see him in the NFL. The Chargers want to sign him. I'm good. We don't. We we don't. We don't want to see him in the Chargers uniform. We don't want him in your league. 
That's just what it is. What you I that, yeah, I feel that if he if he feels he has something left to prove, then you know, do so. You get what I'm saying? Um, I still feel like he if he did rejoin a team, it'll still be that media frenzy that people say these owners wanted to avoid. Mm-hmm. It'll still be so. Yeah, I feel like if they sign him, it's just the yeah they're gonna get the media free frenzy, but it's just to pick apart anything he does wrong. It's not even that. The, the media frenzy frenzy is gonna be more or less. Oh, oh, look at this team who did the the, the biggest justice and, and show off the biggest injustice in the past four years and signed Colin Kaepernick. Like the media are gonna blow. The hell out of this team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, like another team that decides to sign them. And I do agree with Tavia. If you feel like you have something left in the tank and you feel like you have something left to prove, do it. But at that same token, even though I know this is not unlike Colin Kaepernick, continue your stance as long as all of this is going on. Continue using your platform because they, they can't kick you out twice. Like, they can't kick you out twice. They can't blackball you twice if they let you back in. And you know what's ridiculous well, to me? You know, if you if people don't it stop, I feel like the media, ba- I think like the, the the media channels kind of fuel this fire in a way. Because up until, what, seven, how long, before like six, seven years ago, they weren't even playing the national anthem on TV. Right. <laughs> right. You get what I'm saying? So it became this big focal point. There was a lot of, I think even Larry said it, that Marshawn Lynch never participated. So my thing is either start the game when you're supposed to start the game, stop trying to pander to either base, you get what I'm saying, and let these people do their jobs. You get what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, kneeling for the national anthem at the time, it didn't change anything. What did it change? Not a damn thing. We just made it just made it out and open that they don't give a fuck about us and that they'll spend anything to make it look like they're the victim and (laughs) where's and where's the fucked up people. Yeah, like the the only thing, you know, like the thing is I do I do feel is that the media makes the media has the power to kind of make things appear how they want to. And I think that giving or taking away that power, you get what I'm saying, like, will allow for us to kind of, you know, be in a better position. Just, just shoot the facts. Like, stop trying to sway public, um, stop trying opinion. to sway public opinion. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, before a few years ago, like, no one, I, I, the only time I remember hearing the national anthem was during the Super Bowl. Right. So I don't know where they decided, like, you know what? Y'all should show the national anthem on TV. Yeah, America. Like, no, 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 stop. No, don't do that. There's no reason to. There's no reason to for people to be standing in their house singing the national anthem. <laughs> like, I don't know. People do. I was dead eating chicken wings. I did not. I either. never did that. I never I did it chicken. either. But I, I like right. I said, I know, I know people who just, I know people who would just like balls to the wall for the national anthem. I'm like, I get it, it's not, it, you know, but I don't. Let them and it wasn't until this Kaepernick stuff. I remember vividly. I've been going to live sporting events as long as I can remember. And it wasn't until this Kaepernick stuff that people 
looked at every black person to see what they would do during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I went to a Jets game. Yeah, I, I, did, I went to a, a Jets game that same season, and mm-hmm. it felt as if my mom and I and my sister and my daughter were the only, like, black people or people of color in our stand. You get what I'm saying? And as soon as the national anthem played, we didn't even get to our seats yet. People are, like, looking at us, like, to see if we're going to stand, if we're going to sit, if we're going to do this. And I remember I've been going to sporting events for years, and it was never a big problem. Nope. Yeah, because I've never really sung the national anthem. Like, even when I was playing, you know, basketball and, and, and being in championship games where they would say, like, the national anthem, I'm dead singing whatever song is in my head at the time just to, like, mask out the fact that that shit's being played. I'm, but it's because I'm, I'm not just because I'm, ma- I'm masking out what's being played. It's just I'm trying to get into killer mode. Like, I'm about to put day point guard on the floor type shit. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, I'm not focused on the damn national anthem. I ain't even... I'm not focused on the, on the fucking country while I'm I'm about to put 50 on somebody. Like, <laughs> like I'm dying. I've never done that. I wish I could. Like, I'm not. The highest I've ever got was, like, 30-something. I haven't... No, I've never put 50 on anybody. Like, I 30 was my highest, but... Yeah. Like, like still, still, I'm not focusing on... Damn, this, is, this song making me tear up. No, no, I'm not focused on that. I don't think that should be a focus on in any sport sporting event. Honestly, the, the national anthem shouldn't have anything to do with an athlete at all. At yeah. all, it's like when when they do like um, America the Beautiful before WrestleMania. I'm like, what does that have to do with WrestleMania? <laughs> but in a way, I but in a way, I still got it because the four big because that's the biggest event of the year for for the company so it's like at the all-star game they sing the anthem they sing some sort of song about the country you get what i'm saying and, oh my god oh. and you know the super bowl you know what i'm saying the all-star games you know that i think it's fine and the thing is i always enjoyed hearing like when it was like you know Ray Charles or Whitney Houston or these people you know those to me were big deals you know they really had, they had all the black singers in the E singing America the Beautiful. What? Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Gladys Knight, like Fantasia, even. Boys to damn men. Boys right? to the Harlem Boys Choir. Yo, the Boys Choir of Harlem. Yeah. Who sung, who sung the National Anthem when we was in, well, America the Beautiful when we went to, in, um, in New Orleans, Dre? It was Chloe and Holly, right? The twins? Yeah. They tw- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Was it them? And Nola? I think so. For some reason, I don't remember. I think they did that the year before. I'm not sure, but... No, Chloe and Halle... No, the year before, I thought it was Tanache. And Orlando was Tanache. And then before that... Oh, Aloe Black, who I had my first celebrity interview with, he did it at WrestleMania 2. Who else? Damn. Aloe Black did WrestleMania 2? No, he did it at WrestleMania 2. Oh, as well. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa. I think that nigga was alive yeah. around that time. <laughs> he might have been, though. I, and he but, had to have been alive. Yeah, he had to have been alive, yeah. But, yeah, but they've had, and then Yolanda Adams did it last year. Yeah. Yeah. I love me some Yolanda Adams. Oh, my I, God, I love her. Her first album was a classic to me. What? She's yeah. so nice. She was so nice when I met her in person, like at the church at um, Christian Cultural Center. She was so nice. 
Yo, Dre, you go to CCC? I haven't been to CCC in a long time. I used to go there all the time. I used to be on um the, the step team on in in CCC. I used to be on boot. You know, so that's fitting for some reason. I I could have seen that. Yo, why everybody's like yeah, him being in the step team? Yeah, I did not see that. Oh, I thought you said him on the step team. I didn't believe it until he showed me the video, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker was stepping. Oh, oh, he was stomping the yard. That's what he was doing. Okay, he was. Dre was that shit. Yeah, good times. Good stuff. All right. But, you know, they've had every anybody who you could think of sing the yeah. anthem. And, you know, the, the NBA, the NFL, the most famous national anthem, you know, Whitney Houston, you know, and that was, like, how many decades ago at this point? So, was you know, I, yeah, like in the early 90s, you know, so I'm I get it. Drunk around that time. I'm, I'm close to drunk around that time. When they doing I mean, America the Beautiful, I'm not paying attention to that shit. I'm like, just bring on the fireworks, please. It's all I'm asking for. This is taking too long. Bring on the fireworks. But listen, speaking of fireworks, Ed has been wrestling oh outside every night for the like, past months and months, bro. Like, <laughs> you know where them stimulus checks went? Fire- exactly. Like, when did this <laughs> fireworks? Like, they're not, they, don't, they never finish. So Amazon. Right. They, they're not. Like, I don't think they're going to be finished until the fourth. For real, for real. Labor Day. Labor Day. Bro, if they do it to Labor Day, that's too much, bro. That's OD. <laughs> like, I'm sure, nah, I'm sure the police are going to be like, all right, y'all, enough. Well, you, never, you, you never know. <laughs> but they cast out. It's like, yo, we got 1,200. It's lit. It's lit. Let's get these fireworks. And all you hear is a pop, 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 pop. Right. Pum, pum, pum. And very rare do you see a beautiful one. Yeah. You did. And then you saw, I saw a video. They was in the project shooting the fireworks at each other. <laughs> like, come on. I was like, all right, y'all, enough, bro. Like, come on. I don't care if y'all shooting them in the air, but stop shooting them shits at each other, please. It's like, <laughs> leave it up to the PJs to, to make it different. Right. Right. Y'all got to change the whole thing. Oh, they took but, their basketball goals. They got to entertain them, themselves somewhat. By yeah, almost right? killing each other? Hey, right. Man. By turning it into um, Call of Duty outside? Or lit outside. <laughs> Literally. Modern warfare. Right. Definitely modern warfare. But um, let's let's transition into the NBA. So, um, before we get to the bubble stuff, well, this will all include the bubble stuff. Um, everything that's going on in the bubble. But we're going to start with um, a couple days ago, Kendrick Perkins, uh, well, Kyrie Irving, nah, how long ago? About a week ago? A week and a half. Kyrie Irving been in the news for like at least a week and a half. So Kyrie Irving stated that uh, he doesn't believe that NBA play, the NBA should resume because of um, everything that's going on socially right now with the Black Lives Matter movement and just – the 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 social injustice that is going on in the world right now. Again, we spoke about it on last ep- on the last episode. Um, it's more of a fifty um, fifty thing, rest. We can't um, tell. You you can say yeah, don't go to um, don't play ball because of this and the third. But 
one, you can't expect to be paid, and two, maybe you should play it because your platform is bigger if you are not playing, if you are playing. So, you know, we we were in the mix of that. But Kendrick Perkins had a um, a hot take, so and which he tends to do a lot right now. Um, he rips Kyrie Irving for his lack of leadership and also called him com- confused. Uh, I'm going to quote him a few times in this, so stay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, took a little bit of shots at him, which is why I see why what, what will happen next. If you take Kyrie Irving's brain and put it in a bird right now, guess what the bird is going to do? It is going to fly backwards because Kyrie is confused right now. Um, he is showing his lack of leadership. Here it is, Kyrie. Yeah. Here it is. Kyrie, you have been on these conference calls over the last three months. You are the vice president of the Players Association. You have been very involved in all, all this that's taking place as far as whether we're going to play or not. You have been on the phone and you voted to play. Okay. Right. So, um, he also said no one is listening to Kyrie in terms of what Kyrie was saying about playing. The NBA is going to continue. All he's doing is causing unnecessary drama between the NBA brothers that we don't need right now. This was the same guy 10 days ago that came out and said that he wanted to join the team and be in Orlando around his teammates. The agreement was that the inactive players could not go because there was only a certain amount of people who could be in a bubble. What has changed within the last 10 days? What has changed from what I strongly believe and what I've heard is the NBA and the Players Association told Kyrie that, no, you can't go. How can the guy's uh, mindset change in 10 days? George Floyd was murdered on the 25th of May. They started protesting the next day. They started rioting the next two days. Kyrie's mindset just 10 days ago was that he wanted to go play in Orlando. What has changed since then? What has changed since they told him that he could not go? Um, so that's everything that he said, right? Um, what are your opinions on what he originally said before I get to what KD said? Um, I felt that he was... All right, the little the brain comment was like out of pocket, right? But he had a lot of facts on what he had said. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm hearing that it's because Kyrie thinks that they should start a league of their own, right? Mm-hmm. Which is also, when you think about it, very short sighted, because the a league is not just the players. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of these stadiums bring revenue to people of color. What about the stadium attendants? What about the security guards? What about the people who work in the back office? So you're not really seeing the full picture. You get what I'm saying? And to be honest with you, and I hate that the rioting caused so much of a narrative in this, in this, um, this protest, because at the end of the day, like I have to get at, um, I kind of, I'll get to that point, but I remember Stephen A. saying that, like, Kendrick's per- Kendrick Perkins' comments kind of likened it to the riots. You get what I'm saying? Like, it was kind of productive and this and the third. And I think that, you know, Kendrick Perkins wasn't wrong. Being offensive 
about the, like, you know, he's not a bird, you know, bird flying backwards, yeah, but he's not wrong. I feel Kyrie's a flip-flopper. But anyway. Yeah. That's the last show. Yeah. We said the wrong yeah. episode. Yeah. Yes, she did. Like the shit that he was saying, it didn't make sense. It was like, okay, you feel like we should, they shouldn't play. Why? You didn't explain yourself. But when not properly, 100%. yeah, he didn't explain himself. And of course, and Dwight Howard put out some stupid ass statement too. And I'm saying like, nigga, you didn't write, you didn't say that. Somebody wrote that for you. But yeah. um, somebody wrote, of course, somebody, somebody wrote definitely wrote that. For, somebody definitely wrote that for him. So um, like I said, it took Stephen Jackson saying what he said. In, in, in reference to the Kyrie Irving situation. And you're like, all right, so then that makes sense. You don't want to take pressure off, you know, what's going on now and feeling like we're, 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 we have everybody's attention now. We're, we're, we might be moving to where it's, it's going to be a change, right? And you feel like the NBA starting back up might put a damper in it. That makes sense. What you said originally doesn't make sense. So what Perk is saying is, like, you, you sound confused. Like, you don't know all around where your message is going or where your intentions is going. Yeah, he kind of, like, he was out of pocket by saying the bird reference, and and it, it, it's foul, but I guess, you know, Perk is very, he's, he's iffy with a lot of things that he says. Sometimes he comes off disrespectful. Sometimes he comes off as an ass kisser. And then sometimes he, he speaks facts. In this light, he spoke facts. He I can't say, disagree with what he's saying. Right. So, I mean, like, he's speaking facts, but he's being disrespectful in the point where it could be taken out of context, where Kyrie could feel disrespected, or in this light, where people were coming at Kyrie, so now Kevin Durant is speaking up for him because that's his teammate. That's his friend. You know, so it's like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a weird situation and but all in all i agree with what perkin is perk is saying like and i you know i'm the first one to be like this nigga is on some bullshit dre you know me i'm i'm the first one to be like oh perk mm-hmm. is an ass because i'm tired of this nigga like why is he on tv type shit but what he's saying now it, it, it like i agree with uh, kyrie's been really confusing and i'm a kyrie Irving fan but a lot of shit he's saying is just like huh yeah, I'm not so, trying to be. Yeah, yeah, it's so ridiculous because what uh, is is Kyrie protesting? No, has he, he been protesting? out on the street? Yeah, so so why he does he care? I don't. I haven't seen him. You know, but why, the thing is, you reach most of your masses through social media, and I don't see how that's going to change if you're playing or not. You, you're going to be in a bubble. With the same people every single day, you want to have a lot of time to research and, and and post resources online. Bro, he hasn't even he's not even playing. Even if it wasn't a protest outside, so he what is he talking about? That's what I don't understand. That's what's like what? What? Why? What? Then I'm hearing the whole um he wants to start up his like they want to start up their own league. I I don't man. But the thing is, you start your own league. You taking you taking money out the pockets of the same people you're trying to advocate for. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not, not only just black people. I'm just saying people who are living at or below the poverty line. Yeah, you're taking money on, away from people yeah, in general. We don't want. We don't. Like, like I said, we don't and want. You a take, multimillionaire. Right. You have all the money already, but you can retire today and be straight. 
it for the rest of your life. Right. It, that's not like that for everybody, which was one of my, my major points last week. You can't you, – you're stopping the NBA. That's fine. You're taking money out of the 10th through 15th players' pockets. You're also taking money out of people who run these arenas. You're taking money out of the, these reporters who solely report on the NBA. So you're taking money out of every everywhere. And, again, unless you are paying these people – for them to stay home, like like big comp- some big companies are doing, again, I g- get it with your stance, but at the same time, bro, it's at the wrong time. It's at the wrong time because you're, that's more hurting. That's hurting people more than it's helping. Yes, it is. Like 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 I said, like people are, are trying. Like like everybody's trying. Everybody's being peaceful and everything like that. I get I get Kyrie's stance. And I get Steven Jackson's stance, and I get a lot of people's stance on making sure it doesn't take away the, you know, the focus from everything that's going on. I get that. I understand that. But as the, the president of the Players Association, there has to be more ways to, you know, figure this out. There has to be more ways to figure this out. And so, you know, now KD responded on Twitter and it wasn't much, but you know, Katie could be a little bit petty sometimes. He put a um a gif of Kendrick Kirkman shooting the airball. And, uh, Sorry about that. There's, uh, apparently, right. Fast and Furious has happened outside of my yeah, house. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought you jumped on a motorcycle and started fighting it. <laughs> no, I was about to start saying it. Tell you ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> that's gonna be a shirt. I, I'm not lying. That's gonna be a shirt. I got y'all. Uh, um, yes, we're making shirts, y'all, so stay tuned for that. But, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, like, about KD. KD put, um, a gif of Perkins shooting the air ball and then put sellout. I was laughing at the, at the gif, I'm not going to hold you. I, I was yeah. dying laughing. I laughed at the gif, too, but, you know, at the same time, I'm like, come on, KD. I, I, now, so me and Matt talked about it, uh, on Friday night. And it was more or less, if you're talking about him becoming a media, a member of the media and just spewing bullshit about NBA players when it comes to basketball. Okay. Agreed. Whatever. Okay. I whatever. agree. I'm talking about that. that. I agree. Talking about that and, and strictly about basketball, whatever. Okay. That's your opinion. You can have that. My problem is you're calling. Another black man a sellout who's obviously not a sellout, like like really. That's not. what I'm saying. He he wasn't. He didn't ver- like clarify how he's identifying Perk as a as a sellout. So well, he giving- retweeted Wilson. He re- retweeted Wilson Chandler's comments, basically mm-hmm. saying, you know, ex players turning into suckers right before your eyes on TV. Sucker and sellout is almost the same type of, you yeah. know, byline. Mm-hmm. And then so him and, so Perk, Perk and Wilson Chandler had a conversation about it. And they squashed the issue. They squashed it about that tweet. Because, again, it was more or less like you're attacking the man's character for him disagreeing. I could get you attacking him for calling Kyrie a bird brain or his, bird, his brain flying backwards. I get that. All right. Have that. But you can't attack the man for disagreeing with – what many people are disagreeing with, including other black players, that no, we should play. 
So Kendrick Perkins gets on first take, and boy, Kendrick Perkins, like I said, he really feels strongly about Kevin Durant in the best way possible because he feels like Kevin Durant is his brother. Right. And, and the same thing with me and Matt said, I spoke to Matt about. I said, put it like this. If me and you had an issue, or if I disagreed with you on something, right, and I called Matt out his name, Matt is going to feel some type of way. Because of I have, I got Matt's phone number. So if I feel some type of way, why can't I, I hit Matt up? Like, why am I call, call you out in public in front of the world to see when I got now your phone number? Now that's sucker. Right. Now that's, that's sucker. To me, that's, 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 that's sucker move. Right. Why why feed into the circus? Right. KD has been wishy-washy for the longest time. It's been my biggest issue with, with KD from the beginning. He doesn't like, – I get it. You defend your teammates. Yeah, that's good. Defend your teammates? Don't be a dickhead about it. That it's, just, I, it's, a, it's a limit of having no filter. And, 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 and sometimes I don't feel like – I think you take the being not filtered part a little bit too deep to the point where I don't think he thinks before he, he you know, he tweets. And, and that's a problem in itself because I have respect for KD. I, I respect his game. I respect him as a human being and what he's accomplished, you know, on the court and outside, off the court, you know. But right. in that light, I, I don't agree with Colin Perkins sellout, especially with what's going on now in the world to get today. We don't need to be saying shit like, you know, you're a sucker or you're a sellout. We need to be more unified, you know, as a, a, as a race and as a human race, you know. So I mean, I just I I don't I don't agree with it. But even still, even as your former teammate, bro, like. This is, it's not like he was some random talking head that, that, that said this. This is like somebody who you were in the trenches with. You know what I'm saying? Like that locker room rapport is so important. And it, I felt like he broke rank. KD thanked Perkins inside his MVP speech. Like, like come on. Like, you thank Kendrick Perkins inside your MVP speech. As Perkins would put it, uh, KD is basically like family. Like KD's um, Perk's kids are like KD's nephews. Uh, KD um, Perk's wife is like KD's KD's older sister or somewhere. Like so, it's like I get you can defend your teammate, but my guy, like you have a deeper connection with. You should, or we would think you should have a deeper connection with Kendrick Perkins. Then you have with Kyrie Irving, who granted, who's your your best friend? I get it, you're defending your best friend. But even if I'm def- defending my best friend, I'm not gonna go so far as to call somebody out their name who I know, who I'm personally friends with in public, if I have a problem with what they said. That's just not it at all. That's just not it. That's immature as fuck, bro. Yeah, I'm not a fan of airing anybody out on social media like that. That damn burner account that he had. That he still has. (laughs) I don't know, bro. I I, I don't like it. I get why he he, I get KD in the sense of defending your teammate, but don't make it seem like you and Perk never played together. 
Like, y'all, y'all not cool at all. Uh, and it wasn't even that he didn't attack Kyrie. You know, he made an off-color comment, but yeah. Perk is known for for comments too. Right, he's known for saying off the wall shit, and you know this, but you played with this nigga. I'm sure he was saying off the wall shit while y'all were playing with each other. We're like, but whatever. I guess he don't watch. He no, KD watches ESPN too much. That's his problem. He watches the news and what everybody says too much. And don't I don't know, bro. But it is what it is. Hopefully that uh oh. <laughs> Hopefully they they mend that up again because you know they, they've had issues. They will. I'm not again. mending nothing. Let me say uh-huh. something. You disrespect me. I'm not mending nothing with nobody. But that's the thing. It's mend. bigger. I feel like it's bigger issues going on besides you know this. I, I feel like he's still harboring feelings from that Russell Will that Westbrook you know comment a few months ago where he was saying Westbrook is the you know best Thunder player he's, of he's all time. Thunder. He said. Yeah. He said he is Mr. Thunder, and if yeah. I don't disagree with him, KD well, is the better player. Yes. Yeah, we've, we've had that argument. I'm not going to do that with you right now. Yeah. We're not going to do that. Y'all need to put some more respect on Kevin Durant's name and what I, he's I, done I for that franchise. I literally just said KD was the better player, but in terms of longevity and, and somebody who represented the Thunder culture, yeah, Russell Westbrook. It just, it just goes on. Like I said, it's more than just his comments to Kyrie Irving. It's just, like I said, I feel like Kevin Durant is just at the point where he's like, all right, Perk is really out in these streets. Like a LeBron, like the biggest LeBron fan and, and just disrespecting everybody like, like he wasn't a player. So, I mean, I get that aspect, but to call him a sellout, I don't get it. I, but I'm what does, again, what does LeBron have to do with this? No, I'm. I'm, oh, I'm just saying no. No, I'm just saying no. No, I'm it's saying not against that's you not, because I, I've heard that too. You know what I'm saying? It's not against what you're saying, but yeah. it's like I get mad at at Dre, so I'm gonna take it out on Larry. Like, does that make sense? I mean, no. But like I said, it I goes. To the, it goes back <laughs> to their their days in OKC when they were on the team. Perk was his bodyguard. That was his. That was his enforcer. He was Charles Oakley to, to Kevin Durant in a sense. I know y'all heard first about how, how Oak was to a lot of players. He was the, he was there enforcing. Nobody knew not to fuck with him. They wouldn't fuck with Patrick Ewing because Charles Oakley was right there. They, just like people wouldn't fuck with Jordan because Charles Oakley was there. So he I mean, still not fuck with anybody associated with Oakley now because Oakley exactly. still a life. <laughs> so I mean, you you went from him being your big brother to now like him feeling like he's one of if not. The only one that's capable of dethroning LeBron and being the best player in the world, and to hear your big brother like pretty much shit on you, especially when it comes to that Thunder team, and then say like he's not touching LeBron or whatever the case may be, yeah, he probably took offense to that. He's gonna take yeah, offense. Yeah, but he to that. not. But you know, that's that's not take offense to facts though. Huh? That's not take offense to facts though. He's not a better player than LeBron. Next topic. Here we go. We're not going this. But he's we're not, not though. He's so not. while we're on the while we're on LeBron and Kevin Durant, um, Skip Bayless um, tweeted. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Announce Kevin. him right. Announce him right. The so, great okay. sorry, Kawhi bandwagoner Skip Bayless. Um, you are so disrespectful. <laughs> uh, was on Twitter, right. 
He deserves to be announced right. Okay. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. I, I, I got the you. The great Skip Bayless. The great flip-flopper Skip Bayless. Got you. So, Kevin Durant, he, he says, Kevin Durant is right. Kendrick Perkins has sold out KD to become LeBron's number one PR man and fan. So, me and Matt laughed about this a little bit, but what we didn't know until we saw Undis- until Undisputed came on is that Perk and Braun have known each other since the damn eighth grade. They've been friends since the damn, since the eighth grade. Oh, so, so Perk, so um, Skip has said that. Well, now, now that we know that, anything that has you have said about LeBron is absolutely invalid now since you've been friends with him for that long. <laughs> Matt, what you 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 are. LeBron fan detester, not a LeBron detester, a fan detester. What do you take on those comments? I kind of agree with Skip Bayless. <laughs> I really do. Like I, I, I want to. I'm trying to understand how he hated LeBron when he was in Boston, so now he's like the biggest cheerleader for LeBron. It's it, it, it's comical, but <laughs> it's real comical. But, I don't think. But everybody hates hate nah, LeBron. Not on nah, their team. No. <laughs> The level of intensity with that Boston team when they played Miami and when they played the the, the Cavaliers, stop it. You know whose fault that was. You know whose fault that was. Blame it on Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett if you want to. It definitely was Paul hey. Pierce though. It was definitely Paul Pierce. It was not Kevin. It wasn't KG because KG don't like nobody who's not on his team. It is it is fucking Paul Pierce. Paul and now Pierce I'm right. Like, top ten dead or alive best small forward. <laughs> Don't get murked. <laughs> Everybody get <laughs> top yeah. alive. My man, the truth. No, no, he he left the top. He left the top ten after he said what he said. Bro. He gone, bro. Oh, he spewed that bullshit. He's gone. He's oh, never, never coming back. He's absolutely dead alive. They call him the truth. Bars telling lies. I'm not doing this with you today. Uh, <laughs> I'm not involving myself to even do this either with him. But uh, like I said, I just thought that was funny what Skip Bayless said. So it was um, it's hilarious. It was funny. I, I know you find that funny. I agree with him though. I know you do. Most of the time, I really don't take anything Perk say about LeBron or anything anybody else serious because I'm like, all right, it, there, there's a difference from giving LeBron the respect that he deserves and granted he he deserves a lot of a, a vast amount of respect but and then it just gets to the point where it's like all right my man pull your pants up like stop please like all right. enough 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 that's the same thing way skip be with 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 damn Kawhi like oh here you go take him when you're ready stop like so I'm gonna respect anyway. that man respect the great skip Bayless please thank you Put some respect on his name. Thank you. Moving, I missed him on moving, first take. Moving on. So, the um, we've been talking about the bubble for about two weeks now. Now we have official tissue rules of how the, 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 the bubble is going to work. Um, just a few quick dates to put in, put in, um, your calendar. The first one is August 17th. August 17th is um, the last day for players to, uh, college players to declare themselves for the draft. October 6th is 
the last day for players to withdraw consideration for the draft. So, and um, the NBA draft, I believe, was going to be sometime in October after the finals, of course. Um, so, um, the NBA season, the little season. Oh, so the season is going to start July 30th and end on the 13th. So they extended it two days. Whatever. So we were wondering what will happen if a player tests positive for for COVID while in the bubble. So the player will be isolated and rested to make sure this this isn't a false positive. If it's confirmed, then the player will begin treatment and undergo a period of rest and recovery lasting at least 14 days. That's pretty much what we do now. Like if you get if that's what everybody does now. If you get the COVID, stay away from people for 14 days. That seems fair, right? Right, I guess. So, so, um, how often will players be tested? The league says regularly, which means something less than daily. Under certain circumstances, they might be tested daily. So, if they've had it before, and, you know, or they are um, asymptomatic, uh, that's the word, right? I guess. Yes. Um, Those people will be tested regularly. What is wrong with you, Matt? <laughs> I, it's a lot. It's just a lot. I just want to, like, well, just play basketball. That is a lot. It's just, we can't just, it's just a lot. Play, we can't just play basketball because we've got a whole pandemic. <laughs> we got a whole pandemic. Right. This shit crazy, man. I'm, like, I'm learning words, these fucking five-syllable words and shit. I just want to see ball. That's all I want to see. These niggas oh, got to okay. They're gonna be lab rats. That's pretty much what we're, we're, we're what Dre is reading off right now. They're gonna be lab rats for a few months, well, just for our entertainment. They are the um, yeah, they will be the test. Yeah, you're right. They are. They will be the test dummies for the rest of the sports. They're right. They're lab rats. Mm-hmm. It's okay. No, Kyrie said it without saying it. He just don't know how to say it clearly. Who? They're lab rats. Who said that? They're lab rats. Kyrie. He said it without saying it. That's pretty much what he wanted to say, but he just don't know how to. He don't know how to speak. He know how to say everything. He know how to say not play, but he, he definitely don't know how to say lab rats. Okay, got you, Kyrie. <laughs> hey. Um, let the fast how many people? <laughs> how many people would have to test positive for the lead to hold again? One at the moment. At the moment, it's, it doesn't give a number. It just says the occurrence of a small or otherwise expected number of COVID. 19 cases will not require a decision to suspend or cancel the resumption of the season. Bro, so it only right took now, one for them to stop this. It only took one for them to stop this. It only took one. It only took Rudy Gobert, and that's all it took. That's all it took. Well, that was Zen, because that, that was Zen. Hell, they ain't got no goddamn cure for this shit. takes one person to get it. It's like a web. One person get it, he's surrounded by other players. One of them motherfuckers gonna get it. And again, if they playing against them, then that team gonna get it. That team gotta play another team, that other team might catch it. It's gonna be a whole domino effect. It takes one person to catch that shit. Hmm. The Reynolds. That's all it is. One person. They're not gonna say it. They don't wanna get nobody, they don't wanna worry nobody. But realistically speaking, it takes one person to catch it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. That, that, that'd be something else. So, 
what if a player doesn't want to go? So, um, a lot of this is the, a lot of the determining factor if players want to go or not is if they have it or if they're going to be, you know, if they're going to be safe. So, um, or if a team determines a player is a high risk for severe illness because of COVID, he can designate to be a protected player who does not have to report and will not lose a salary. That is different than players who are saying, I'm not playing because no, no, of this, that, and the third. Right. No, hell no, we won't go players, yes. Yeah. Um, so we talk people that got asthma, lupus, shit like that, allergic reaction to sweat, that type shit? Talking about? I believe so, yes. A panel of three medical experts will review the player's medical history and will determine whether a player has a high risk for severe illness from COVID. In that case, the player is, quote-unquote, excused. It will not be docked salary. However, if a player does not fall into that criteria and still declines to go, he will lose a corresponding number of game checks. For example, a player making $10 million per year will lose about 108000 per game, missed up to 14 games. <laughs> That is a lot of money. <laughs> um, players with midseason, you know, players who are obviously done for the season, like Kyrie and KD, their money is, is fine, which, again, puts into account why are you telling people not to play. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is what we were saying last week. And we, didn't even, we don't even know the full extent of what he was saying. But it's like, motherfucker, you getting paid anyway. What are you, what are you chatting about? Unless you donating what you about to earn this year for this season, shut the fuck up. But not really shut the fuck up, but just like be sensible in what you're saying. You're not, you're not, I don't think you're looking out for everybody else's best interests. You're looking out for your own. So, I mean, it, it's weird. It, well, not weird. It's like, it's, it's just, weird. Just shut up. You know, definitely so weird. Yeah, definitely weird. <laughs> it's weird. You, you, you hit the nail on the head. Mm hmm. So, um, they also asked, what about coaches, older coaches? Will they be allowed? So just like the players, teams may declare that um, coach or other staff members um, be protected because of higher risk of severe illness. If a team does not declare someone who might fit this pro profile, such as a coach over the age of 65 as protected, the league has the option to refer to the matter of a physician for review. So, older coaches – can go, but if a team is like, nah, we probably shouldn't, and the physicians are like, no, then they're not going to go. And just like the players, if the coaches don't go, the coaches don't get paid. Yeah. Like that. If the coaches, hell no, we won't go, they won't get paid. That's it. Damn. This Unless COVID, you Steve Kerr. This COVID thing is crazy. Yeah. When you think about it, man. That's what I'm saying. With all these stipulations, like, it really serves no point for them to even play. What are they playing for now? Well, they're literally just playing to see if they can manage this this virus. I think like, it's fair. Yeah. I guess. I, and also, you have to take into account the winter is coming up, and God forbid this second wave comes, they have to know how to address it. Because That's flu season. They will definitely not lose money again. Not playing. This is this is 
it's a business at the end of the day, and if they can figure out how to play without it, they will play without. They they will play still, regardless. It must be human nature. Right. Yeah. They need to have people there to ensure that the testing is done in an orderly fashion. You know what I'm saying, and done in a way that's conducive to to the safety of everyone. You know, it's just this whole COVID thing is changing the way we live life every day, and it's it shows you just how unprepared we just were for this freaking pandemic. Yep, yep. So, uh, speaking of that, people asked, what will life be like at Disney World? You would think that Disney World is is real magical place where all your dreams come to. Partially that for the NBA players. It's going to be rough. <laughs> rough arrival. Uh, when everyone gets there, they will have to self-isolate in their hotels for up to 48 hours. Um, and so they have two negative COVID tests. But basically, when you get there, you got to be in your hotel by yourself for 48 hours. That's fine. You got TV. Poor hub yeah. on, on deck. Feel me? He just had you know? to take this from... PG to TV 14, huh? Right. You, just, you had no choice. You're talking about what? You're talking about, what, two months without without any action? Yeah, yeah. I have a personal computer full of it. Just saying. Okay, well, players and staff can't go into one another's room. <laughs> you work um, to one another's rooms, of course. Through July 21st, players cannot socialize with players staying at other hotels. So there are three hotels used, um, and they broke them down into uh, – <laughs> they basically kind of, like, they put good teams, medium teams, and the bottom teams in the same hotels. So, like, the Pelicans and the Suns and all the niggas at the bottom will be in one hotel. The middle of the pack teams, like Denver and then Houston and Dallas will be in one one hotel. And, like, fit in, like – um. Like, I think Philly, um, no, whoever's at the top of the East and, and whoever's at the top of the West is going to be in one hotel. Now, the thing about that is there will be a three-game scrimmage for every team as well, like before the start of the season, before the start of the eight games. So what, they're going to scrimmage against the teams in the same hotel. So we may see a finals matchup with the Lakers and Milwaukee. And, um, Clippers, Milwaukee, anybody on the West versus Milwaukee, basically, finals matchup. <laughs> um, people on the um, campus will be able to use pools, um, trails, and golf courses. They'll be able to practice and work out in three-hour blocks in various arenas and hotels and ballrooms throughout the campus. Now, if you've seen this campus before, it is massive. It, it is massive. So they got a whole bunch of shit in there and a whole bunch of, you know, they'll take care of these players. Along, of course they will. They're going to have yeah. the red carpet treatment. Yeah. If you saw, if anybody watching ESPN, they was like, yeah, they about to have comics come in, movies, movie, um, like, like movie events, uh, premieres and all that stuff. Like, what else? Uh, ping pong tables, um, TVs, uh, Xbox. If you've ever stayed at any of the Disney resorts, there's almost no reason for you to leave the resort. Right. So imagine, and this is just for me, an everyday person. So imagine how it'll be for them, millionaires. Right. And their family not there. That mean no kids, no wife. I'm sleeping. Well, that won't 
Well, we, we're getting to that part, too, because uh, after the first round exits of the playoffs, the remaining teams will be allowed to bring their family members in. Now, if a team has 15 players, that is 15 rooms that will be booked for those team's players, those, those team's family members. And the thing about that as well is um, the players, of course, the players have to play for the rooms, have to pay for the rooms. But in terms of everything else, the food and all that stuff, the NBA covers. So that doesn't seem like a you know a bad little. That's excuse. way more than fair. Can yeah. you take your Can you take your your family to your work events and then be like, oh, well, my job got to cover it. Come on, let's be real. Have you no. seen my kids? I don't think my job and one of my kids over there. They'll wreck everything. They might. Yeah. I love them though. I still <laughs> want you to let them skate. Okay. Man, look, they uh, they both in here. Both you gonna let them here. skate? You gonna let them skate on their bikes? Nah. <laughs> you know it's so cute. She was like, "I want to skate. We're gonna skate." I was like, "Yes, Matt, let them skate, okay?" It's a bike. A so bike what? Is not a skate. skate. Let well, them it skate. makes you skate. Let them skate. Let them skate. Let them skate. I am proud of the fact that she's doing good on her on her bike. She's doing Aww. real good on her bike. Oh, that's what's up. Um, mm. yeah. Shout out to the babies. Shout out to the babies. We also got to have team champions. The world tag team champions. We also got to have your son away because we, we about to grill him. I'm, I'm gonna be the um. What, what's the coach? The name of the coach on the radio? Who used to be the quarterback coach? I don't know. I forgot the name, but he used to have a show on um ESPN, the QB coach or whatever QB camp, whatever his name is. But yeah, I'm gonna be him. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get him back to playing basketball. He's he too in tone with playing 2K, and I'm I'll be damned if my son gonna be like them young dudes that we was playing when we went to your park over there, and they 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 talking mad junk to each other. You thinking like they about to they about to get it in? They about to play one on one? These motherfuckers talking about playing one on one on 2K. They I talking think. about it, but then but then when they started playing, you was like, oh, all right, never mind. So. Nah. Yeah, different after they started playing. But, um, you know, the, the required question, and I'm sure everybody would want to know this, will players have to wear masks? Will people, will people have to wear masks? Obviously, yes. Um, it's required when indoors by everyone except when eating or when in an individual room. They are not required when doing activities outside. Players, referees, bench players, coaches who sit in the first row will not be required to wear masks during games. Oh. Um, anybody who's in the stands, though, which will be other players, because other players, um, the players who are there can come see the games, they will be um, required to wear masks in the stands. Also, with the other players thing, um, after so after the first round, obviously you gotta go home. Like that's it. Like. Take your, Take your ass home. Take your ass home. Bring it back home. Right. Sit there. What will the NBA game be like? Um, well, there will be games in three different arenas. There will be no outside fans, but you will see people in the stands, as I just stated. A limited numbers of players can attend games they are not playing, and there will be limited media. Team execs. Um, league and union personnel, and even some sponsors will be allowed in. 
So, you know, that, that works out a little bit. Um, I guess having people there still, you know, makes the gaming experience fun, but we don't want canned noise like we saw in the greatest match ever. <laughs> Backlash. That was a good match. That was a really good match. It wasn't the greatest match ever, though. I'll tell you that. Remember, I told you I was going to say if it was the greatest match ever, I, w- I would I would admit to it. It wasn't mm-hmm. the greatest match ever. No, it wasn't. I did not see it. Oh. It. It, was, it was pretty good. It was pretty. Let's good. Watch it. You must yeah, watch it. Yeah, I, I will watch it. I will watch it. That uh, yo, we lost our minds when Randy did that reversal of the arm drag where he just stood up. Yeah, <laughs> boy, we lost our minds in the house. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody say. The moment of the night was Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. That shit was lit. <laughs> I know people want to dog it, but I don't give a fuck if you like that Stampede match and kiss my ass. Something like that. It was only a promo. It was only like a. It was a segment. It wasn't a match. It was. Just, it was entertaining though. Tavy, you got to see that shit. You gonna laugh? There was ninjas. I, oh my goodness! But yeah, you know, can we just talk about how underrated Randy Orton is, though? Thank all you. around the board, oh, man. Like, bro, is, he is, is very greatest. solid. He's godlike. He's godlike. One of the greatest of all times, and by everything uh, in terms of wrestling wise, if bro isn't Considered at least one or two in terms of wrestling ability. Jesus, bro. He's like, such, he's so, so underrated. And I mean, yeah. just like, you know, every, there's nothing this man can't do. At all. He could be aggressive. He could be high flying when he wants to be. Like, he could make you hate him and you can make him love you at the same, like, you can make, he can make you love him and hate him. He, can even he make reminds me kind of Jake the time. Snake in a way when he's when he's a bad guy. Yeah, he reminds me of Jake. He has a he has like a demonic, you know. It, he he's somebody who's who should who who people love to hate. And I love Randy Orton. I think that Boy. he's and, so underrated, man. And he yeah. brought back the punt. And he brought back the punt. I said yes, finally. I loved it when he did that punt. That shit was so fucking lethal. Right, yo, this, yeah, oh. being somebody who turns in and on and off with wrestling, like seeing that he's still as like great as like two thousand four, two thousand five. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like that's a big deal, and people don't. You know, we always like on the on our podcast stuff. We talk about like the major players, like the Cena's, the you know the the Rocks mm-hmm. and the Reigns and stuff like that. But the Orton is like the a foundation wrestler. Right. Without Orton, Cena is not as relevant, and I'm gonna stand by that statement. You respect? I respect. It's not a I bad. That's not a bad. I respect the Cena after the Orton feud, and I'm not even gonna hold you. Look, that's not a bad statement. That is, it's more or less facts because they are like when you see Cena, like people are oh Cena Edge. That was the um, Cena's greatest rival. Oh, okay, maybe, but oh, Cena Orton. Orton, Cena Orton. That's what was his greatest rivalry had to be either Matt Hardy or his rivalry with with, with uh, the Undertaker. It definitely wasn't Matt Hardy. It wasn't I, Matt Hardy. That 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 was. Uh, I, I don't even uh, say it. The match quality was great, but I'm just saying, like as far as the 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 build ups to it and the the backstory to it it could be but i as far as promos and match 
matches, I, I want to give it to him and Taker. I love him and Taker. Who, Randy and Taker or Cena and Taker? Edge, Edge, Edge. Oh, Edge? edge. Oh, no, Edge and Taker, definitely. Randy and well, Taker. Matt, well, 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 Matt, well, the Edge, Matt Hardy thing, that was, that was like, it brought life Perfect. to, you Ew. know, because everybody, I wasn't even watching wrestling at the time, and then when I heard up. about that stuff, uh-huh. like, I was like, oh, I'm tuning in. Sure, yeah. they used it for real. Like I'm like, all right, like now, but now when they used up, like, like with the whole Jeff Hardy and Sheamus thing, I'm like, come on, bro, enough, bro, enough, and they're still dragging this shit out. Yeah, yeah. what you but, said, um, if, if Sheamus won. But I do think that Cena's best rival was um was Orton to me. Yeah, definitely, definitely Randy and 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 um, I said we could say Punk too. But oh, I was about to say, I would have said it. I was like, that punk. Two, yeah, it didn't last punk. long enough, I don't think. But it it's like when you, every generation, I felt like any any sport, they have their cornerstone developing talent rivalry. Mm-hmm. Like you had Rock and Triple H back in the 90s, and I feel like you had that kind of with um, John Cena and Randy Orton, two hungry young guys coming out at the same time, you know, you you can't yeah. have Cena's good guy without Randy's bad guy. Yeah, so I, true. I ask y'all both, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to give y'all three wrestlers and I want to hear y'all opinion on who is their greatest rival and y'all right. opinion, right? Mhm. Triple H. Rock. The Rock. Okay. Undertaker. Shit. King? <laughs> Man, mankind. I agree with Dre. I, I rob Dre with that. All right. Hold on one second. I got to take this. Hold on. Go ahead. All right. All right. Uh, this, oh, damn. She's on the phone. We'll get back to that. Let me um finish up with the NBA stuff. And we'll, we'll, that, that's a good topic to jump, to finish the episode with. So, yeah. um, as I, as I uh, specifically stated earlier, the teams will be broken up into three different hotels. The, uh, the six non-playoff teams, um, the middle of the pack playoff teams, and the top playoff teams. So Milwaukee, Los Angeles teams, both, both of them, Toronto, Denver, Utah, Boston, and Miami will stay at the Grand Destino Tower. Um, Indiana, Philly, Brooklyn, Orlando, Houston, OKC, Dallas, Memphis, they will stay at the Grand Floridian, Washington, Portland, New Orleans, San Antonio, Sacramento, and Phoenix will stay at the Yacht Club. I'm sorry, guys. I missed the last one. Who was it? Who the other one? Nah, we, 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 we're going to put that to the back. Um, hello? Who was the last wrestler? We didn't say it. Oh. We didn't say it. Sorry. You say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it. Take it to I told you I was going to be a second. Jeez, all right, Cleo, put your gun away. Don't set it off yet. Jeez. <laughs> Imagine, though, like, I can't wait to get back in the studio because Matt, please, please, Matt, oh, man. What? Like, keep the same energy? Yeah, I will. I got you. Just. But Tavia and I were going to get mad at you no more. For, I know. For, you know, reasons that I'll probably put at the beginning of this podcast. I don't know. Boy, if you put the actual first one beginning of this podcast, I'm not even playing with you. Don't even do that. 
Maybe I'll put it at the beginning. Maybe I'll put it at the end. You never know. Uh, y'all, <laughs> ooh, okay. All right. I got something yeah. for all of y'all. It's all right, nah. I got something <laughs> for all of y'all. Oh, and the last thing for the NBA before we, we go into wrestling again. Uh, will players be drug tested? Basically, no. Unlike normal circumstances, there will be no testing for recreational drugs. Players will have, players have been advised though that marijuana is illegal in Florida and is also banned at Disney World. What kind of bullshit is that? It's true. Me personally, I, yeah, I don't smoke, but mm-hmm. even when I went to Disney World, like, I didn't, that's one place I've never smelled weed ever. People really ever. are here to that. Yeah, yeah I hear that right. Yeah. And Disney's for the kids, too. You don't want Disney spelling like... Haven't met my family yet. I'm selling crazy. <laughs> Disney for the kids. Yeah, Disney for the kids. Now, I want to do an adult trip to Disney, but, you know... I don't. I'm well, sorry. Disney's boring when it comes to adults. I've, like, I've been there ain't no rides for us. Yeah, I've been there too many times. Me too. Not enough rides I for think me. Universal... It's lit yeah. for adults. Yeah, Universal is lit for it's lit for adults too. Universal was like where the Nickelodeon Studios was at, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I had slime. They let us taste the slime. You know what that shit is? I'm about what? to break a lot of kids' hearts. That shit is pudding. Yes, it You're is. Lying. No, I'm so, not. It's, it's vanilla pudding and green, with green coloring. That's it. Why? Lit. But when I was a little kid, when I, when I first went to Disney World, I was like five or six, and they had two different types of slime. They had the orange one and the green one. The green yeah. one was Sour Patch, like the mm-hmm. t- flavoring of Sour Patch Kids, and mm-hmm. the orange one was the pudding with the orange food coloring. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah they, they definitely had it twice. I remember uh, they was like, oh, you could participate in this game show. And because yeah. I didn't have clothes my mom was like nah that's not it so, so i was like damn but yeah they definitely let us taste the slime like oh y'all want to taste the slime sure and after that i was like oh so this is really just food that they're pouring on people okay cool whatever I want, I, as a kid i always wanted to get slime that's, i hate I just slime thought, i just I thought it was just for the rich people I did too, but I was like, after I, I saw what it was, I'm like, no, I don't want pudding on top of me the whole time, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's it for the NBA. Um, again, Shout I'm sure out to more- my grandmother for taking me to Disney World when I was six and, and I flew first class. Oh, yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to her. <laughs> shout out to her. Shout out to my mother for taking me, like, every year consecutive for, like, Fact. five years. <laughs> to the point where the last time I went after I graduated junior high school, I was like, yeah, I'm a veteran here. Well, I know where that I know my way around around here. Yeah, I know my way around around. There's a funny story, and we're going to move on about that. So in high school, um, I think I went during high school. It wasn't after junior high school. I don't remember where I went, but I was well, I was on the basketball team. I was notoriously bad for shooting free throws because I was not a shooter. So. Really? My mom, no, I'm, I'm a shooter now. I like that shit up. You saw me, but um, he was all right. He was like six for eight. He was cool. He was all right. Still missed two. That oh, there you go. You missed more than I did. Look, I was off. <laughs> it happens. Anyway, my handle so, was there though. Yeah, you, you little. You better have handle. Like, I, 
If you can't, if you can't stop it, you ain't stopping me. I can tell you that. That's fine. You go up, and I'm gonna foul you. So don't worry about it. I can finish. I'm always finished. I got no problem with that. So you were foul one time. But um, as I said, so I was outside shooting because at the hotel we were at, they had a rim. I'm outside. I'm shooting free throws. I lowered the rim a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to dunk and shit. Because, you know, it, it was fun. I was bored. I, I, I got in the pool. Like I said, you was dunking. Stop it. You, you I said, I, did you clearly not hear me say I, I lowered the rim? I used to be I able to dunk on the, on the um, Battery Park rims because they were so we know. low. I'm pretty sure you could dunk on the NBA regulator who we know. <laughs> I was able. No, I was actually able. Matt, to you see, I, I don't, I don't fuck with you with short jokes, bro. <laughs> I could have I, I got you like six times. She could let you rock, and you just, you just be fuck with her. Why? One day she gonna unleash. She go, you gonna poke the bear, and you gonna unleash a dragon. <laughs> I'm used, I'm used to the short jokes. I got a rebuttal for all the short jokes. I ain't worried about that. All right. Been dealing with that all my life. All mm. my life, I had to fight. It. But I was shooting free throws, and my mother comes out, and she's like, "Oh, I bet you I can make more than you." I looked at her, I'm like, "No, you can't." Now my mother was a track star in high school, but my mother was a big basketball fan. I'm like, "Cool, all right, let's do it." Best out of ten. My mother hit eight out of ten. I hit five out of ten. I'm like, "All right, whatever." Lucky, lucky, lucky. Next time she hit eight out of ten, she hits eight out of ten again. I hit like four out of ten. I'm like, "Oh." Nah, 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 that's not it. Bruh, she hit 7 out of 10 the next time. I hit 4 out of 10 again. I'm like, nah, that's not it, bruh. That's not it. We go to an arcade. She was like, I bet you I could beat you in this, too. You know the little shooting things? In the yeah. arcade, the little shooting um, yeah. on the basketball shit? Mother beat me three straight times of that, too. I kid Yo, you not. she's a queen. I kid you not. I, um, I was up. Like, when we got home from the arcade, I'm like, I'm going outside. <laughs> I think for, like, two, three hours, I was outside shooting free throws until my mother came down and told me to come upstairs and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you had to. I had to. Shout out to my mother. Shout out to my mother, for sure. But um, Matt posed a very good well, question. I know, what, I know what I'm doing when, when, when they open up the parks. We're going to go head-to-head and jump shots because you talk shit. You want to okay. do this. Cool. Cool. We're going to do this. I'm not bad on the table. Tavia looked like she shot. She used to shoot. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm not going to do that. Shoot guns or shoot basketballs? Yo, what? Like, <laughs> what? Both. I'm not so, I'm not, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of an interior, like, I'm more like, of a layup girl. I feel like Tavia, Tavia will drop step. Go fuck out of somebody. <laughs> so that or Shaq or do the Shaq elbow. One of the two. Shaq, that was a yeah. tornado and OD. Like <laughs> that was me. Yeah, that was me. But but moving on from basketball, Matt brought up a pretty good question about rivalries in wrestling. We're gonna end the show off like this. Matt, continue with your rivalry list. That's it. Let, okay. That's CM Punk. Cena. I would say Cena. Wow, that's interesting. Cena. If you're Cena, saying Hardy, first, probably yeah, say I didn't Hardy, really like right? the Hardy. I didn't really like the Hardy angle because you know I just well, don't like the substance to be like 
like yeah. issue. And I also liked when it was CM Punk and Randy Orton too. When the straightest society. Yes. I, I mean, but if we could, you can go CM Punk's his whole career. Because CM Punk was CM Punk even in Ring of Honor. Well, so then that means you, alright, so. I open up the floor. You're talking about Joe and everybody else then. Yeah. Okay. I, I see you. Um, I would probably still say Cena though. Honestly. Over Colt Cabana? The, the Coca Bandit, the, the Summer of Punk thing, and all, all, all the Coca Bandit stuff that that put him on the map. The 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 Cena thing kept him on the map and still keeping him relevant now. Okay. So. Right. I feel you. I feel you. All right. That um, was the best time of his mainstream career. For sure. Definitely. Daniel Bryan. Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, hmm. Damn, that's a. Um, that's I awesome. liked him and Miz. I did. I did like him and Miz. Because it felt like they really didn't like each other. They didn't. They don't. <laughs> did not like each other. Yes, they genuinely did not. Like For real. Yes. I had no idea. Because he felt like, you know, honestly, I, if I'm talking, if I feel like I'm better than somebody and that person is kind of like my vet, it, like my vet, why should I really be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm definitely going to listen to you for sure. I don't know. But you, I, 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 I say... It's it's a name. I'm trying to figure it out because I know it, it's somebody outside WWE for me. It's outside, WWE, but I can't get the name name to face. Daniel Bryan, uh-huh. probably Nigel McGinnis, probably. That's, yes, that's why. That's what I said. I was gonna say he's had one of his best, some of his best matches against Nigel McGinnis. But if we're talking about WWE, definitely this. Mm-hmm. Definitely this. Okay. 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 Hmm. Mm. Alright, this this is gonna be the last one. Okay. The last one? Alright. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. Dan Corbin. Seriously? Right now? Yes. Of all time. You, you um serious? That's hard. I think maybe Bray Wyatt. Thank you. I'm with that. Maybe Bray <laughs> I would have went Bray Wyatt. Maybe would, even Brock Lesnar too. They had some good feuds, but Bray Wyatt. They had a he had a good one with Samoa Joe too. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Yeah. Bray. Yeah. I, he had a he had a good outing as far as like matches with Braun Strowman to me. But I'm talking about like build up <laughs> in terms of if we're talking about being rivalries. Yeah, I Bray. Um, what's the name? Strowman and 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 Reigns was 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 up there because you didn't know what the hell they was gonna do. We yeah, have to be them for a while, yeah. Yeah. They, they have they, some good matches. They have some really, really good matches. I still is. think those are Braun's best matches that he's ever had, truth be told. I think so, too. Yes, definitely, because, man, this, uh, like I said, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because of the Rona, but this is very underwhelming having him 
uh, be universal champion now, especially because we all knew Roman was supposed to be the universal champion. I ain't gonna I think he's just so I like hard. Him, but... I think it's so hard to to even get anything going like live wise. I think some yeah. of the best stuff has been like the tape stuff, like the vignettes yeah. and the and the like the like the Viking Raiders stuff that you guys have been talking about. Like I've caught a couple of yeah. those, you know, in past things. Yeah. And I thought yeah. like the cinematic stuff has been the best. And it's been kinda hard to kinda translate kind that. I think both titles are suffering because of lack of live audience. Yeah, wait till you see that 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 that, that shit from Backlash. You're gonna laugh at it. I, I found it funny. Of course, you had a couple butt hurt people that was like, "Oh, yeah. but they're, I, they're they're killing the tag team the titles in the division." Shut the fuck up. Shout out to Quintus. Was Quintus was one of the people who said that. Um, was amazing. But, but um, I think the the world title on uh, on on Raw. I like the rivalry over there. I like him and Bobby Lashley, right? Oh, and it was a good match. I couldn't one, even believe it. It was a good match. Was, nah, I believe it because Bobby Lashley's not bad. So, uh, look, we was on after the year and I was trashing it. I was like, oh, this shit is going to be, it's going to be I at best. It was actually a really good match. It might have been like, it It might have been number two. It was It was definitely number two for me. That, yeah. the, um, the greatest match ever, the title, whatever. That was the best match of the night, but I definitely give the second match, you know, of the night to Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. I'm, I'm, we yeah. called the ending. Me and Dre both called the ending. We knew what the ending was gonna be, but yeah, I, that it, 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 I, it shut me the fuck up. It definitely shut me the fuck up. But I got one more, even though I said that was my last one. But I uh, just remember like the argument that me and Miss Hart's had on on Talk of Champions, mm-hmm. right? Who? Was Trish Stratus' best feud? Lita. Yeah, Andre. And I'll tell you mine's afterwards. You're going to say Mickey. Yeah, he is. I'm, I'm you're going to say Mickey. You're going to say no, I'm not. I'm not. But you're going to say Charlotte? <laughs> no, I'm going to say Victoria. Oh, uh, I'm still going to say Lita, though. Only Victoria. Victoria doesn't get enough credit. She, she don't good, but her her and Trish wasn't as out there as Lita and, and Trish because wasn't it was Lita? such polar opposites yeah. too. And Lita, Lita was a spot monkey, and Trish wasn't, and they learned how to figure that out. I'm going. I'm going with Victoria. I I enjoyed their matches. Their matches was violent. Okay, what did you say about the matches? Sorry, sorry, the feed cut off. I said that I said that the matches were very violent. The angles were like great. You know, they both had like the fitness model, you know, angle going on, but Victoria was just like she was like one of the best villains at that time. And she, she was very unpredictable. You couldn't tell what she was going to do next. And then they had like Hard, they had a hardcore match for the women's title. Like, I, I loved every aspect of that feud that they had. So, yes. my, my favorite Trish Stratus feud is with Victoria. Okay, I see. I see that. But, um, as we end off the episode again, another great episode, guys. Thank you for, you know, thank you for all you do. Um, uh, the living legend, one word, Larry Morgan. 
he will be he should be back next week. Um he had a, he's out of town, so we're holding it down for him. That's to him. Um stay tuned to our next episode as well. Um we have a very special guest, um Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Um of she does so much stuff. She Fox Sports, um, thirteen forty AM, National Sports Media Association, um Arena, she was a uh, reporter at the Arena Football League, um, sideline reporter for the Big East, um, worked with Georgetown Athletics, um, wow. worked at Fox Sports University. Um, she studied at Georgetown, went to Clark, um, she, she's from Baltimore. It, it, she's, she's done a lot. So I cannot wait to, um, have our, have our conversation with her. Um, have have our interview with her, and it is going to be a very good one. Um, like like I've always felt, especially when starting the podcast, uh, when when we started this, I always said that we needed a woman voice, and thank God we have Tavia because Tavia is very knowledgeable, and I think women are not represented enough in sports because people uh, like people are not trying to give women the platform sometimes. So I'm glad we were able to help give Tavia a platform, and I'm glad that we have people like like Kelsey who have a platform to you know to speak to speak their truth and you know show what they know. So definitely looking forward to that. Yep. So um, for BK Matt, who's um, on Crazy Watch <laughs> because you keep what? messing with Tavia. I'm not- sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that at all. Gonna let cool. them skate. Let them let skate. Them skate. Uh, Four. Let them skate. Good, good, good. We won. We won. Another one for the good guys. Um, Four. Queen Tay, a.k.a. Um, Queen Captain Falcons. I haven't called her that in a while. a <laughs> party and invited everyone you knew. Oh man! You would see the biggest gift would be for me, and the card attached would say, "Thank you for being a friend." It, it is me. It is your boy, Big Baby, signing the off. Soul of R and B.